0: NBC's comic book workshop brought to you by our amazing supporters on patreon I'm Jason Hammonds, a writer who also draws and I'm Kent Heidelman an artist who also writes we're both making comics while still figuring out how to make comics after digging through long boxes libraries and the internet then defeating the ghosts of the man and the king in a game of wits for their precious knowledge on making comics we thought it might be a good idea to share our notes and hopefully help you make your own comics as well before we get started We wanted to say thank you. Thank you. Thank you for listening. Now let's get on with the show. Welcome back. Welcome back for this interview episode with our guests, Dave Baker and Nicole Goo. These two have been collaborating on projects forever and are uh, the perfect embodiment of how to uh, find success self-publishing comics Uh, they've collaborated together on comics such as Fuck Off Squad, Action Hospital Shitty Dark Knight, Shitty Watchmen uh, Teenage Switchblade Fever Coast uh, and Suicide Forest many more things Uh, They're an awesome, awesome creative team, uh, both on the things they do together and the things they do apart. Uh, Most recently, Nicole Gu uh, just illustrated Shadow of the Batgirl, released by DC Comics. You can find that wherever comic books are sold. And uh, Dave Baker has a book with Alexis Zerritt that is just about done on Kickstarter. There are, uh, as of recording this, 55 hours to go. By the time you're listening to this, probably just uh, a day or two left in his uh, Kickstarter you got to check it out. Um, Night Hunters is what the book is called. It's on Kickstarter right now. Um, The second you're hearing this, you should jump on Kickstarter and uh, back it before time runs out because this book is going to be kick ass. Make sure you uh, lend them uh, a helping hand and help make it happen. Um, It's a crazy cyberpunk, uh, 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 dystopian sort of incredible series. If you're familiar with uh, Dave's work or Alexis's work, I think you uh, will really dig it. And if you aren't familiar with either of their work, check out the page and see what you're missing. Um, Don't want to preface too much. I want to get right into the meat of this episode. Uh, It's a little shorter than most, but uh, it is uh, a a really lean one. It's, you know, it's filled with uh, protein and all those good, good nutrients that you need for your uh, comic book creating uh, 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 feverish minds. Um, So without further ado, let's get on into it with Dave Baker and Nicole Goo. comic book workshop i'm jason hammonds with me as most of the time is my co-host Kent heidelman welcome hello welcome hello. welcome welcome to the show my co-host Thank you. Uh, Thank you for welcoming me. we're not here to talk to each other though we've got uh, two Aww. amazing creators of uh, oh. some of the best self-published comics in the world Aww. as well as uh, some of the best other comics in the world that aren't Aww. self-published Aww. it's nicole goo and dave baker welcome hey. to the show hello, hello. Uh, you can tell by the high-pitched voice uh, that that's dave and then the <laughs> d- ah, <laughs> subversive jokes <laughs> um gender politics guys how <laughs> is san diego comic-con going for you it's going well we're here
1: treating us nice yeah, yeah.
0: selling books doing the doing the old song and dance routine oh absolutely yeah. honestly your booth is a pretty nice setup like i i because i've kind of wondered for a while why you guys don't do a traditional like artist alley booth or whatever yeah a little bit column a, a little bit b one
2: being uh artist alley at at San Diego, fucking sucks. It seems like it. And fun. second, because uh, our ten by ten is up at C, so we get a lot of
0: foot traffic, and we make more money. Hey, strategy, yeah. and that is exactly Economic. I think. <laughs> I think so that's what people come location. here for. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, so when when was it that you guys figured that out? Did you kind of like? We had another table for a while. Mm-hmm. I don't remember where it was. Do you? It
2: was like over there. Uh, I know anything it was, for by, it was by Heavy Metal. That's all, oh all
1: yeah, I remember. Oh, yeah. We used to be over
2: by Heavy Metal, uh-huh. and uh, it was fun. Uh, but this table opened up, and uh, we were like, we'll take it. Please. <laughs> Hell, yeah. Thank yeah. you, Mr. San Diego Comic-Con man.
0: <laughs> John San Diego Comic-Con, I think. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah. <laughs> Jerry McSandiegan, yeah. <laughs> uh, so you guys, I think, have... At least as far as I can tell, one of the most symbiotic collaborations hey. uh, in comics. Which one of us is the Brock and which one of us is the Venom? <laughs> oh boy, Ooh. that's that's tough to figure out. Yeah. Uh, but what I'm wondering is, is how did that develop? What was the first thing you guys worked on together?
1: That would be Action Hospital.
0: Ooh. Yeah, yeah. We I.
2: Nicole was in, edit- she went to school for editorial illustration, uh-huh. mm-hmm. and then uh, I was like, you fucking draw awesome, you want to make comics? And she was like,
1: nah, that sounds no. like a lot of work. No, I don't want to do that. <laughs> and, uh, I don't, I don't even read end. comics. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I've re- I haven't read comics since high school.
2: Hell yeah. And then I was like, no, but like, work on this with me, it'll be fucking awesome. <laughs> and then she did, and she liked it, and we've been making comics ever since. Aww. Yeah.
1: For those who don't know, Dave makes a comic called Action Hospital, Hell yeah. in which... Uh, the, there's interlocking stories, uh, each kind of drawn by a different illustrator. The characters are assigned to specific cartoonists. Mm. And so I did an eight page story called DeLorean Gray, Mermaid Hunter. Um, oh, yeah. And that's the first comic that I ever drew wow. with him.
0: That's You know what? That sucks. That's the one comic that you guys have done together that I have not read. So now I'm like, <laughs> well, well, now oh, now you got to get
1: that action I hospital. Know. I
0: really do. It yeah. looks sick. I, I always enjoy seeing the process shots that, oh, uh, that you post on that thanks. one. It's, yeah, it's yeah. like. There's something therapeutic about seeing someone inking a drawing. Oh, yeah. And
2: for better or for worse, I post a lot of drawing (laughs) videos. I mean,
0: it's what the people want.
2: I think so. I'm pretty sure. Yeah,
0: especially a lot of the fans of this show. I mean, there's a lot of artists and people like that who listen to this. I also
2: get a lot of other artists being like, I saw that you were up at two in the morning inking that thing, and I had to sit down and keep working on my thing, man.
0: (laughs) It do. It yeah. does. Honestly, the fact that you post that yeah. much, like at least for me, like it's always like a reminder of like, oh yeah, I need to like start drawing again. Like I need to, I need to get yeah, back totally. to that page. Like, yeah. So it's. I think the the oh, visible. yeah, now I that. have
1: to feel bad about the fact that I haven't drawn in a day.
0: <laughs> exactly. Right. Yeah. 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 Because yeah, yeah, yeah. guilt isn't enough of a thing when you're. Even uh, though I already yeah. have
1: been drawing like twenty four seven. God yeah. damn it.
0: Yeah. yeah. And yeah. seriously, I take a day off. For weekends.
1: How dare you!
0: With the output, and I, I, I respect. Uh, there's, there's something about your guys' vibe. I think that is very like pro creator, pro like. Oh yeah. Comics. The oh, we, one of our buddies was just at the table, and he was like, "That
2: Watchmen trailer looks dope." And I kind of was like, "No, they shouldn't be allowed to do this. They've stolen it from Alan Moore. This
0: is bullshit. <laughs> Don't support this." It's uh, it is great to see. I think. um, I mean, obviously, creators' rights have always been like a huge topic. Yeah, it's almost like the companies were founded by literal mobsters
2: trying to clean money in the (laughs) nineteen (laughs) forties.
0: What? Yeah, how would that ever happen? Yeah,
2: yeah, weird. Harry Donenfeld and Legs Diamond literally were rum runners that started DC, and yeah, they just. Been cleaning money ever since. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, no, no, actually it's I, th- I think practice. Jerry
0: Siegel and Joe Schuster, they did they got a good deal oh, $180. Yeah, $180. Yeah, $180. That's great. Uh, was it I can't remember if it was Siegel or Schuster that like died blind and like,
2: uh, yeah, Jerry. Uh, no, to Joe Schuster was the one who was blind. Yeah. Jerry Siegel also had health issues as
0: well though. That's fucking crazy, man. Yeah, yeah. he was one because Siegel or Siegel was like a mailroom clerk at a certain yeah, point after yeah. like for a creating, creating time, Superman. A long time. And then oh, they went sir. to go
2: see that cereal they got made. And they didn't even know it was getting made. They, like, went to the movie that
0: day and were like, there's a Superman serial? Yeah. I love when it gets pitched as, like, a happy ending. Then it's like, and in the end, they finally got their money and so yeah. like It's like, yeah, they were old and destitute and, like, 50 years after, like, what they had done. Yeah. And they finally got a little money. Yeah. Um, they fi- Neil Adams,
2: like... Forced DC to give them like five dollars,
0: which gives Neil Adams a pass to be a total ass. Most of the time, I mean, look,
2: (laughs) he can he can talk about the expanding Earth all he wants. I'm down to listen. Let's do this. (laughs) (laughs) This is great. Uh, Neil Adams documentary. Excuse me, excuse me, brother. Have you heard the Have you heard the truth about the Earth expanding? (laughs) I'm so into this, man. I love that guy. I'm not going to lie. I've watched so many podcast interviews that are not comics related, that are like weird conspiracy theory, info warzy, far-right bullshit, where it's just him talking about like, oh, Pangea. (laughs) (laughs) I love it.
0: Neil Adams is a a unique figure, that's for sure.
2: I mean, it takes a mind with a singular vision like that to make Batman Odyssey.
0: (laughs) Yes, it does. That was... I'm like, oh, man, a new Neil Adams Batman comic. Cool. Start reading. I wish that somebody had recorded my face as I'm going (laughs) through that first issue. And I'm like, what? It's so crazy. I I love it. Um, well so anyway, in talking about your collaboration how when you guys are because after your action lab or action action lab? Yeah, don't 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 insult us uh, uh, Action Hospital, hospital. yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, After after that was done was it fuck off squad that you guys are next or was it suicide Forest? Uh, uh, this sui- is not a girl. Oh, yeah, we did So we mini did some comics. mini comics, okay? Yeah, yeah. Um,
1: and then suicide forest
0: so yeah. when you guys are, are coming up with your ideas What's what's the the process like is it one of you coming together? Like I want to do this type of story or is it kind of like different mm. elements that get combined
1: uh, it depends It depends. Uh, like fuck off squad came from a drawing that I did oh yeah um, the, just a doodle of some skater kids in like a skate park and Dave saw me working on it and was like we should make a story about these people um, and then sometimes he'll come to me with like I had this really good idea for this like fully formed story yeah. and then we'll talk about it and it'll change or sometimes I'll be like you know, like I've been thinking about this one thing for a while, and I think maybe it could work as as a short or like as a longer story, uh, and then maybe it needs to get more developed. Can, yeah, I would say it's we work typically,
2: typically speaking, it's like I know what Nicole is interested in. Yeah, and nice. so I kind of like pitch to her. Like I know you like drawing young women. I know you like drawing like uh, interpersonal drama stuff. Mm-hmm. So what if we told a story about you know X characters doing Y? Yeah, and yeah, it yeah. would be. Yeah. In this setting or whatever.
0: Wow. And so once once you're at that point, is it just like you sort of go away and, and write a script and then send it to her Kinda, for notes? Kinda.
1: It d- it depends. We usually like he'll he'll pitch me an idea. Uh-huh. We'll talk about it and like bounce some ideas back and forth, and then he'll go away and just like write a script. Okay. And then we will all read the script. We'll talk about the script. Maybe we'll do some changes, and then um, as I'm drawing it there can be some changes in that process as well. Yeah,
2: I usually build in places that are more for lack of a better term marvel style. Yeah, yeah, yeah. where, you know, most of it is a rigid script with a format of whatever the narrative mechanic that we're attempting to utilize is. Like, yeah. oh, this book's all going to be nine panel grids, this book's all going to be six panel grids, this book's going to be double page, page spreads. Double page spreads, whatever, yeah. 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 Um and then Sometimes it'll be like, oh, and this is a double-page spread. I don't know. Do whatever the fuck you want. Like, <laughs> yeah. Just make it cool. Yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah, we uh, we do this thing where he'll just be like, uh, this is a, and we use this term, like, hair-blowing segment. Oh, yeah, yeah yeah yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Which is just, it, it's, like, shorthand for, like, mood mood based yeah. like atmospheric panels or uh, whatever where i can just kind of like add some atmosphere pages got it
2: um. yeah kind of like you know there's that old writing adage you always interesting early and then or interesting late, late leave, and leave, leave early, leave early. Yeah. it's it's that except Instead of leaving early, you just stay around until <laughs> after the scene's over, and characters are just like sitting in their car, being sad. Yeah. Like that's that's a Nicole moment. Yeah, there she's you like are. she wants to draw somebody on the beach after they've had the argument, staring at the ocean and having their hair like
0: but fly see, in their face. Mean. Yeah, it's it's nice when it's peppered in though. Like unlike a Nich- Nicholas Winding Refn movie or right, something right,
1: like that, where the whole just the whole movie. Yeah, yeah, him yeah. Just staring at his hands or yeah. whatever.
0: I watched that new the first episode of that new Amazon show, and like from five minutes and I was like okay this is already the most indulgent thing I've ever seen in my fucking life I want to like, watch it, it, it so is.
1: bad I am
0: not gonna lie I love that guy yeah no
1: <laughs>
2: don't wrong
0: I enjoy watching it but I'm always just like how
2: like how was someone I can't like- believe he got them to commit to doing it yeah, especially because sh- 10
0: episodes they shot in order yeah so and he's just changing he's on just the he's just changing shit yeah I heard Whoa. Brubaker talking about it he's like yeah we were like two episodes in and already the entire thing was entirely different than what I had written. Like, yeah. And he wrote 10 episodes ahead of shooting and then had to basically rewrite eight episodes after that. Like, wow. that's absurd. I
2: heard Griffin being interviewed about that and said at a certain point, they were at like a creative crossroads and he went and met with Alejandro Yodorowski and Yodorowski read his tarot and was like, you only have two riders. It's you and Brubaker. You need to get another Another person, a woman. Every creation must have a mother and a father. (laughs) And so they hired one of the writers that worked on, uh, one of the female writers that he worked with on, um, what's the perfume commercial
0: movie that he made? Oh, Neon Demon. Neon
2: Neon Demon, yeah. Yeah. One of the women who wrote that came in and became one of the writers, which I was like, this is so great. It's insane. I love love this. Yeah,
0: (laughs) I hope she knows how she got her job.
2: Yeah. (laughs) She must by now. I mean, honestly, weirder things have happened in Hollywood. So many times, like, a male director is hired because they're like, Standing outside of the room, yeah, yeah. like it's like it's Colin Trevorrow worked. on everything oh, yes. he's ever done. <laughs> yes, yes,
0: yeah. <laughs> it's like yeah, my agent floated a fake story that I was in contention for Star Wars Episode Seven, and then I had Jurassic World. Yeah, <laughs> it's like,
2: yeah. Wow. yeah. Or even like Soder, uh, Steven Spielberg. He got basically he got his first movie, that Jaw jo- uh, semi truck movie, oh, because yeah, he just yeah. went to the Paramount lot every day and pretended to be a director <laughs> so good he just lied his way in which I is mean, what you got to
0: do i got my first job in tv by lying my way oh, in, yeah? entirely yeah I, I said i had a meeting with the production coordinator on this random shitty abc show uh, i shouldn't be saying this in the air anyway uh <laughs> <laughs> it was it was in like a uh, it was in utah where i'm from and like they didn't the, the the studio was new the show was new the security guard was new and so there weren't really processes in place for him to question me that much and i was like yeah i don't know he's like trying to call her office and she wasn't there because it was a fucking sunday and no one was on the lot eventually he just let me in, cause I was like, I need to be there. I don't know why she's not answering. And then they just had like all their contact sheets and crew list there, and so I just emailed people until I had a job. This is amazing. I, love this. So good. I um, love this. But yeah, that's that's Hollywood. Anyway, back to the the creative process. It's, it's also comics. It's, it's also. Far. also like, yeah. it's I feel not like this feels like comics. Yeah, it's <laughs> not that far. Uh, there's a pattern here. Um, yeah. But anyway, what studio did you break <laughs> into, Dave?
2: <laughs> yeah, I, I, I mean, I'm still being. I mean, I'm, there's no active investigation. There's no active investigation. I'm <laughs> fine. I'm fine, guys. It's it's okay. <laughs>
0: Here we can yeah, pause so you can, uh talk to these people at your table if you want yeah sure yeah let's give it a second and we're back into it so we just I think uh, this this was that that pause to, to sell the comics was kind of an example of the one thing that I think like embodies your entire vibe as creators which is hustle 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 baby like mm-hmm. it is so I don't know it, it's it's so nice to see like the high energy like pushing the comics but not in like a you know not a carnival barker way. Yeah, yeah. like there's yeah, that guy that's yeah. always sitting there like, hey, can I tell you about my comic? Can I tell you about my co-? We literally walked yeah. by him, literally, on the way here. Oh, yeah, no, I've seen him at every. Was his name connection. Neil Adams? <laughs> No, they no, keep he, him in, a he says, in the back. He oh, right. says, I don't haggle with prices. That's Neil Adams always. Oh yeah. He's always oh, he's, yeah, he's yeah. A, he's a real price shark. Yeah. He was I saw him at Utah at a uh, Utah convention one time, he's like, I fucking hate this state. Like people out here are always trying to save money I'm like. Oh.
1: But also like if you're haggling with an indie creator, Absolutely. maybe like go away.
0: Yeah, hundred yeah, yeah. percent. Oh yeah, no, haggling prices is the worst thing ever. Yeah.
1: Which happens a lot. People are like, Can I get a deal on these three books? Like, no. no
0: which is you also You realize weird. That, like this these is just I, I,
1: I published this myself yeah. with my like money. We
0: don't have I'm mass distributing. <laughs>
1: yeah, like I didn't print 20,000 of these. No. <laughs> I printed 100 of these. Yeah. Yeah.
2: yeah, yeah every no. one of these copies must go. Yeah. <laughs> also, holy shit. Look mm-hmm. at that giant mu- Oh, it's the
0: yellow helicopter. Oh, wow. Amazing.
2: The, the, the magic of San Muppets. Diego. Yes. I love Muppets.
0: So I'm, I'm curious, do either of you have at all ever a sales background, or is this just your energy that you bring oh, no. to every convention? I mean, I worked in comic book stores. There you go. Oh, yeah.
1: Okay. I, I guess technically I currently work in a comic book store. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. But no.
2: I mean, I've, <laughs> I've always just liked talking to people and being yeah. nice and... Also, I love comics, and I think it's the greatest medium on earth. And Amazing. if they let me put out like a fucking street preacher little <laughs> pedestal and sell comics, I would. They don't even mind. Yeah. I'll, fuck it, I'll sell. You know, Skate Man. I don't know why Neil Adams is just
0: this whole
1: conversation. <laughs> always, always. Skate always Man. comes Neil back
2: Adams. to Neil Adams. Now
0: said his it's name just, through time, a, so
2: he'll just yeah,
0: to yeah. He
1: just has a deep love for Skate Man. That's yeah, why. Yeah, I love
0: Skate, Skate Man. Is dope. Skate Man is fucking awesome. Skate Man and D Man are the two greatest characters ever created. I
2: completely agree. I wish that and the Human Fly. The Human Fly is also fucking really bad. <laughs> um, but, but yeah, no, I, I, I love comics and I think, um, when you're excited about something that shit's contagious and Hell people yeah. can feel it. And I mean, not that it's a callous like business decision to be excited. I'm just excited. And yeah. typically that works better than being sad.
0: No, it's dope. People, people love coming to your table, I think. And but it's, also, it's can you imagine apparent.
2: if like Chester Brown or one of those like mopey cartoonists was just like excited yeah. and like hand selling shit all Dan the time? Dan Klaus is like, yeah, hey, yeah. buy this. Yeah. 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 Change yeah. the game.
1: Uh, yeah, you know, around and we see people who you know sit behind their tables and draw and they stare at their page and they don't look up and it's like I've walked to tables and like wanted to buy something and I can't buy it because the cartoonist doesn't look up and I'm not going to be like uh, excuse me yeah. like you know like, yeah. it's how are you going to talk to that person
0: I'm working on commissions camp don't bother me yeah you know, and I get it like that's, I, that's the reason
1: I don't work <laughs> on commissions Miola. at shows oh, most yeah. of the time like I'll take them occasionally but like I can't do both yeah most of the time no and you know I want to talk to people I want to sell books like mm-hmm. yeah
0: well there's very few people who can like I think Dan Warren Johnson is one of the few people who can like talk to someone while sitting there like drawing yeah because he's yeah. inhuman he is yes. <laughs> fuck that yes. guy he's his, so good his commissions make me mad like there's it's no way it's very frustrating yeah, yeah. Um, anyway so, so putting out your books together like first off are both of you traditional pen and ink we both Pepple used ink. to be.
2: Now I do everything still on paper and Nicole yeah. works digitally. Digital?
1: Ooh. Yeah, it's it's almost completely digital at wow. this point. I I keep being like I'm going to go back to traditional and I'm going to do half and half <laughs> and I do occasionally, but at this point my deadlines are so tight and I'm so much yeah. faster with digital and True. some of my facilities better digitally mm. and it's the last two entire books have been digital wow yeah, yeah.
0: and so what's your setup I'm yeah sorry. i was about to ask yeah
1: I use an iPad and an Apple Pencil and Procreate honestly wow. like
0: there it is. Amazing. that
1: $9 app it's like a real low bar to entry yeah. which I think is fantastic.
0: Yeah, that's so good. And comics
2: has always been a utilitarian thing like yeah. everybody in comics has used like whatever the worst fucking bullshit is. Yep. That's
1: true. Yeah. I mean not that iPads are cheap but the, no, but but the not, app is cheap. No, but
2: they're not
0: you know they're not wake yeah. Cintiq.
2: So expensive, you yeah. know, I just bought
0: mine last week. Listen <laughs> Yeah. And I I had a like almost an ex- ex- existential crisis on how much money I was spending on it. I'm yeah, like, I'm dying inside.
1: Yeah, it's a, yeah. no, it's a lot. And yeah. and honestly, I've never been able to use a Wacom because there's like a there's a visual difference between like the point of the nib and the screen that oh, I've yeah. never been a able layer. to like get over. And I've never like spent a lot of time using it.
0: Yeah, so I haven't so had I, that yet, but I know exactly what you're talking about.
1: Yeah, it's like working with um, glass and seeing. But the Apple Pencil the yeah. Yeah. is because it's harder because it's. Closer to the screen. It yeah. feels much closer to real pen and paper. And I have, a, like, a screen protector. I was about to ask, did you yep. get that,
0: like, tactile sort of paper feeling I do, feeling do yeah. Uh, yeah.
1: Because that hard glass screen is just, it's, yeah. no, it doesn't it's too feel slippy. right. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. yeah. Um, well, uh, there's, there's tons we could get into with you guys about process, but uh, we'll leave it be. You'll be on this, you know, Comic-Con special episode. Yeah, yeah. We'll definitely have to have you guys on again. Yeah, that'd be really so fun to do an actual,
2: talking. like, full, full, full episode. Yeah, episode? not at a convention.
0: Not at a convention. Selling, yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, let's uh, the last question we end with every person we interview is why do you love comics so let's uh, start with Nicole
1: mm, um, I love comics uh, for a couple of reasons but the main one that originally got me excited about it is the connection with the reader mm. you know being able to make something print it give it to someone and have them take it home read it enjoy it love yeah. it um, it's. It's a feeling like nothing I've ever really experienced before because you're sharing something that you created with someone else on oh, yeah. a real personal level. And like hopefully they like it, maybe they hate it. You never know what yeah. the experience is going to be, but you're taking a part of yourself and you're giving it to someone else. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I think that's really special.
0: That's amazing. Oh, you did.
2: Uh, There's so many reasons. I don't even know where to start, but I think the main thing I would say is that uh, the main reason I make comics is because I learned about the human condition through reading comics. Um, I grew up, like I, I basically literally learned to read by reading uh, Hergé's Tintin. And uh, those comics meant the world to me. And there's something about being sucked into a world and not only experiencing the literal narratives, but absorbing the like tropes and visual ticks and writing mm-hmm. ticks of the creators. Mm-hmm. And it makes this extremely personal, profound, impact on the people that are consuming it and i don't think you can really get that in any other medium there's nothing that's quite as internal but also tangible like Mm -hmm. novels are all internal movies are all external they happen just completely on their own and i think that comics are this beautiful synthesis of words and pictures all coming together it's the every basically every art form that humanity's ever (laughs) tried to put together are in comics And Bill Sinkve- Bill Sink- oh my mm-hmm. God, if I could say his last <laughs> name, Bill Sinkevich always says that you know he didn't choose comics, comics chose him, mm-hmm. and that's basically exactly how I feel. Like yeah. I didn't even know I wanted to make comics; I just s- started doing this. Thi- like I couldn't not do this thing. Yeah. Um, like the other day on Twitter, there was some girl who's like, "I decided I'm gonna give comics another year before I throw in the towel," What's- and I was like. I mean, I hope, th- I, hope, I, hope you, I hope you stay around because the medium needs more people who are excited about it. And I know that it can be hard and I know that comics will break your heart. But yeah. also, I mean, unless I'm dead, I'm going to be making shit. <laughs> like 100%. there's nothing, there's no, yeah. there's no
0: kicking me out of this bullshit. Yeah, mm-hmm. hell yeah, man. Uh, fucking great answers, guys. This is so but fun. So so we can't wait to talk to you guys again. Uh, but where can we find your work online?
1: Um, you can find me on Instagram at... Uh, Ngu, which is ngoux, or at Twitter at at Nicole Goo
2: Right on. How about you and think? my website is heydavebaker.com, and on Instagram I'm xdavebakerx. Hell
0: right right yeah! Right on. Thank you guys so Thank much. Thank you guys. Yeah. Once again, thank Dave and Nicole for joining the show. Uh, you can find Dave's work at heydavebaker.com, and you can find Nicole's work at Uh, And one more reminder, Night Hunters is just about done on Kickstarter. Uh, they It must be hours to go by the time you're hearing this, if you're listening in the first uh, couple days of release. So make sure you head on over to kickstarter.com, uh, search Night Hunters, and uh, back that freaking project. Um once more, thanks to to Dave and Nicole. You can find uh, Nicole at Nicole Gu on Twitter and Dave at uh, xDave Baker x on Twitter. I want to thank all of our patrons for supporting this show, including Melody Mew, Kevin Catalan, Colby Keith, Sharks with Jobs, Jordan Southoff, Pat Scott, and Akil Wilson. You guys really, really help keep the lights on, and we could not do the show without you. Um, I hope you enjoy all of these interviews that are coming over the next uh, few weeks. That's it for this episode. Thank you all for listening. You can find us at TMBC Workshop on every social media platform. Uh, You can find me at Jason Halftones and Kent at Kent Heidelman. Thank you so much for listening and see you next time. be cool.com. You never know.
1: Take on me. Take me. Why do we never do karaoke?